please listen carefully. Hello, and welcome to Caveat Realtor with Virginia Realtors, where we discuss the real issues that realtors face. I'm Kate Orslan. And I'm Laura Farley. Remember, Caveat Realtor is meant to provide general legal information. The information, forms, and laws referenced in this episode are accurate as of the date of first release. Nothing we discuss should be considered as legal representation or legal advice. We'd like to thank our sponsor, Virginia Housing Development Authority. Hi, Kate. Hey, Laura. How are you? I'm good. You know what time of year it is? Summer's coming to a close. It is. September is upon us. It is. Fall is is quickly approaching. Thank goodness. This is my favorite time of year. I was such a little, I guess, nerd as a kid. I yeah, loved, you were. <laughs> I loved going back to school. I loved learning. New pencils, fresh yes. outfit, yeah. haircut, back new backpack. Usually, yeah. Lunchbox. Oh, yeah. What was your favorite lunchbox? Do you remember? I don't. I feel like I didn't have a cool lunchbox. Mine would have been my Care Bear lunchbox. <laughs> of course. <laughs> wouldn't have expected anything i think um i still have a like mickey mouse lunchbox that we use for arts and crafts so i guess maybe that was my favorite one i mean if you still have it probably 20 some years later (laughs) i'm sure it's also some parents favorite time of year i i believe that summer is over just back to the rhythm of school yes you're regularly less around your children who that doesn't sound good (laughs) yeah but absence makes the heart grow fonder right absolutely so you just want to be fonder of your children because they're absent ain't nothing wrong with that (laughs) (laughs) um so today we're going to talk about schools hence our hence our back to school it's a very timely discussion um, one of the features that can influence a buyer's decision to buy a house absolutely includes being near good schools. Or schools, period, that they can send their children to. School, right. It's true for buyers with children and without children. Mm-hmm. Um, from a 2015 profile from National Association of Realtors, 25% of home buyers listed school quality and 20% listed proximity to good schools as the deciding factors in their home purchase. That's right. Conventional wisdom and economic research tells us that houses located in, quote, good school districts, and I said, quote, because you can't see my air quotes here. I saw them. Good. Generally sell more quickly and for a higher price than houses in similar areas with not as good as schools. I mean, that was a factor when we bought our house was that we were in a school district that was desirable. Right. And I, I think it comes as no surprise that then this is a hot topic with buyers. But what may be more of a surprise, although... Hopefully not. Hopefully not, because I know our members are very well educated about this. And our listeners are top-notch. The best, the best there could be. Um, it can cause problems for agents. Now, why is this? We're going to tell you. Yes, we are. (laughs) So first, this conversation usually arises from a conversation that sounds a lot like this. It's really important to me that my kids get a good education. Where is the best school district in this area? And that puts the onus on the agent to make a value determination. That's obviously problematic, right? Obviously. What does a good school district look like to you? Is it the same for your client? How do you even know? So many questions. Oh, yeah. Keep them coming. (laughs) Do they care about the number of honors or AP classes? Are they more concerned about class size, extracurricular options? Does the client have a special needs child? A good school district is a personal judgment and not an objective fact. It's not. 
Second, what can arise when you make this type of value judgment is steering. And under the Fair Housing Act, steering is the process of influencing or directing a buyer's choice of communities based on the buyer's race, color, religion, sex, disability, familial status, or national origin. And steering is illegal and it violates the Fair Housing Act. Now, here at this point, dear listener, you might be questioning how directing toward a good school district could be a violation of the Fair Housing Act. And if you're not, I am. So, Kate, don't <laughs> tell me. <laughs> well, discussions about schools can lead to concerns regarding steering if there's a correlation between the quality of the schools and a neighborhood's racial composition. Or also... Or other yeah. protected class composition. And the other problem is potentially if characterizations about a school become a code word for racial differences in the community. Another concern can arise if you lay really heavy praise about the school district while showing houses in one area. Then the best school district neighborhood. The schools are great here. Everyone sends their kids to these schools. Your kids will love it or your future children will love it. But remain silent when showing houses to the same clients in a different area. Your silence can imply that the houses are in an undesirable school district, right? Absolutely. People read between the lines a lot. So sometimes what you say and what you don't say can be problematic. It can be. So here we've told you all of these things that are problems. You're probably like, oh, no. Don't worry, dear listener. We've got some help for you. It is important to note that the Fair Housing Act does not limit the buyer's choice of where he or she wants to live. The Fair Housing Act protects the buyer's ability to choose housing. So if your client selects a neighborhood based on the schools, then that's his or her choice to make. You can certainly discuss schools, but the best way to handle questions is to provide objective information. Give your clients the resources they need to make this decision for themselves. You can provide factual information, or even better, lead them to other sources. Provide them with a list of those resources, or even have some of the local school contacts who can share information about the schools available for your clients. Encourage your clients to tour the schools and do their own research. This will allow your clients to come to their own value conclusions regarding those local schools and whether they meet what the buyer sees as a good school. Exactly. You can provide multiple options Just as you do with any client, talk to them about including multiple zones in their home search based on location and allow them to research schools if there's a house that your client really likes. Let's take a brief break for our sponsor. VHDA works with realtors all over Virginia to offer down payment grants and loans for first-time homebuyers. Find the right solution for your client and locate a VHDA-approved lender near you. Just visit VHDA.com. Take it to the legal hotline. Laura. Yes. My seller's house is in a neighborhood that is divided between two elementary schools. One of the schools is generally regarded as being better quality than the other. Their house is districted to the not as good school. Is this something that me or my seller needs to disclose? Well, Kate, the answer is no on both accounts. For your seller, it is not a mandatory disclosure that is part of the Residential Property Disclosure Act. As the agent, you only need to disclose the material adverse facts pertaining to the physical condition of the property. The school that the house is zoned for would not be a material adverse fact pertaining to the physical condition of the property, therefore it doesn't need to be disclosed. Okay, Kate, can I advertise that a property is in a desirable school zone? 
Excellent question. Of course. That's why it's in this podcast. And that's why I asked it. Of course. Nothing but the best for me. <laughs> that's called pandering, friends. Um, there's nothing to prevent you from doing so, but you want to be careful here because sometimes school zoning is not as obvious as sending kids to the school at the end of the street. If you are advertising the school zone, you want to make sure that what you're advertising is correct. And it is better to stick to the facts and stay away from value propositions such as great schools because that reflects your opinion rather than the fact of where the house is zoned uh, for by the locality for the which local school they're zoned to. Right. Many buyers are aware of the school ratings. Is it okay for a buyer to ask me to only include those homes that are zoned to schools that are a certain rating or higher? Yes, your buyer is absolutely allowed to set his or her own parameters for housing search. When your buyer is directing the search, then you are not steering your client toward a specific neighborhood or away from a different neighborhood. Of course, school ratings change frequently, and so the best approach would be to have your client look at the school rankings and identify the specific schools that he or she wants to be zoned for, then review the zoning information with you so that you can identify the neighborhoods, areas, zip codes in your search parameters. By getting the objective facts from your buyer, you avoid making judgment calls that could put you in murky waters with fair housing. But you also want to remind your buyer that school zones can change, and just because a house is currently zoned for a particular school, that may change in the future. The last thing you want is your buyer coming back to you in a year or two upset because their kids are no longer going to that school. Right. Let's talk about how to... Limit your risk? Yes. <laughs> Let's talk about how to limit your risk. Always remember to be the source of the source. We say that so many times, think, multiple times a day. I that... think I've woken my husband up in his sleep saying that. <laughs> oh, probably, oh, yeah. yeah. Are, uh, your, are your kids, were those your kids' first words? Source of the source. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um, it, it's just, it, it helps protect you by insulating you from being the decider. It just allows your client to make dis independent decisions based on their own values and judgments um, and not based on your values. Well, and also, I mean, even on all of us have bad days. And if you accidentally transpose some information, the last thing you want to do is have get caught on a bad day where maybe you switch two numbers around and you pull up 123 Main Street instead of 132 Main Street. Right. You also want to explain to your clients why you cannot provide the information they ask for, but that you're willing to point them to several resources by explaining that you are trying to make sure that they're the ones making the decision and that you're not giving your value judgment on a particular area that helps them understand exactly why you're doing what you're doing and helps them understand that this really is their decision and not something that you're trying to steer or impose on them. And then do the research on resources before your clients ask. So you have that information available and can point them in the right direction. If you anticipate those those questions are going to come up because it's such a common um, issue or right. um, decision deciding factor when purchasing a house, you'll seem so prepared and on the ball when it comes up with your clients. Caveat Realtor is a weekly podcast with episodes released every Tuesday. Our podcast is available for streaming through iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Subscribe to our podcast to get automatic updates when we have new episodes, and please rate us. Remember, members of Virginia Realtors have access to our legal hotline, where we can provide you with legal information. You can access the legal hotline on the Virginia Realtors website under the Legal tab on the For Members section. Make sure you're logged in to see this page. Thanks! 
Although the members of this podcast are attorneys, the legal information in this program is not a substitute for personalized legal advice from an attorney licensed to practice in your jurisdiction. The information provided by Virginia Realtors is general reference work as a public service and does not constitute solicitation or provision of legal advice. We provide this general legal information on an as-is basis, make no warranties, and disclaim liability for damages resulting from its use. Legal advice must be tailored to the specific circumstances of each case, and laws are constantly changing. The information provided in this program should not be used as a substitute for the advice of competent counsel. This has been a production of Virginia Realtors, copyright 2019. This podcast features the song, Please Listen Carefully, by Jazar, available under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike license.